In order to understand the total cost of ownership of a healthcare technology, you have to understand how the hospital will bill and get paid for utilization of this technology, or if they will be able to bill and get paid for the utilization of this technology. If a medical device is being considered for purchase or investment, a good place to start is asking the question, will CMS or insurance cover this technology? That is, the procedure associated with this technology or the treatment or the diagnostic exam that this technology achieves. If insurance will cover it, how much can we bill for it? What is that market competitive price? If insurance won't cover it, you may still choose to utilize that technology and consider billing the patient for that technology, but then you have to understand the mindset of the patient and whether they value the utilization of that technology enough that they'd be willing to pay out of pocket for it. When establishing the rate at which you can bill or what you can charge for a particular technology, a good place to start is the CMS rates. So what would Medicare or Medicaid reimburse for this particular technology or procedure? You also would want to consider what are the contracted rates with other insurance organizations and what would patients be willing to pay out of pocket for this technology? Once you establish what you can charge or what you would get paid for utilizing the technology, you'd have to establish what your expected volume is. Ideally, this would be new volume, meaning new patients that you aren't currently treating for this condition that you would otherwise be losing to other organizations. So part of your justification for the technology might be answering the question of whether you are losing existing patients to a competitor. Outside of the risk of losing patients, there's also the opportunity to attract new patients. These are patients that you haven't been treating in the past, and now that you have this technology, you will attract those patients into your organization. So in one sense, you're investing or purchasing a technology in order to not lose patients, therefore retaining volume. And in the other sense, you're utilizing the technology in order to attract new patients, therefore growing volume. Either way, it would be a positive impact to your patient load. Also, when looking at the question of expected volume, you have to consider whether this is a revenue shift or not. By that, I mean, if you provide this technology or this procedure or this service, and you're estimating that you will retain or attract new patients, you have to be careful that you are not actually taking patients away from another service or another technology in your organization, therefore shifting the revenue from one area of the organization to another. If you look at the equation in isolation, you may look at that new patient volume as an overall gain. However, if you look at the equation as an entire organization, you may see that some of your volume was achieved by taking away from other areas of the organization. Therefore, you have to consider that in your financial equation. If you're developing a technology from an industry perspective or investing in a technology, you'd have to ask questions such as, what can we charge what would our customers be willing to pay in order to buy that equipment? Part of that discussion would be, would this be considered a capital expenditure or would this potentially be an operational expense in order to utilize this technology? Further, you'd have to ask the question of, what can we charge to support this technology? It's one thing to purchase the technology in order for somebody to own or utilize it, but there is some level of support that's required, and understanding what customers would be willing to pay for that support is important. Typically, that would be an operational expense. 
Also from the medical device industry, you have to consider the market that you're trying to penetrate. You have to ask the question, is this a new market? And if so, what is the projected volume in that new market? Or is this an existing market? And how much market share can we gain in that existing market? And similar to a hospital perspective, where you need to understand if your projected volume is taking away from other areas of your organization, a medical device company would have to consider whether they are cannibalizing their current market share. So is it the same customers with gain, or is it the same customers but not really a net gain because you're merely just shifting customers from one technology or service to another? After you capture your total cost of ownership and understand the billing and reimbursement associated with that technology, you can start to do the math on the return on investment, or ROI. You'll figure in the total initial cost, the total operational costs, and all the revenues associated with utilizing that technology. You'll also have to consider potential incidental costs that maybe aren't directly related to that technology, but may have an impact on your organization or the bottom line if that technology is implemented. And you may have to consider costs related to efficiency gains. So if a technology is implemented in order to do something faster or do something more complete or more efficient, there may be cost benefits to that that should be considered in your return on investment calculation. And the last piece is you need to clearly identify any assumptions or risks in your analysis. If you make certain assumptions on the volume projections or the utilization or the productivity projections, you need to be very clear about your assumptions. If in the end, the return on investment doesn't turn out the way you thought it would, you can go back and validate whether those assumptions were correct. You also should establish the risks associated with your return on investment calculation. So if conditions are perfect, your return on invest calculation may be accurate. However, if there are certain changes in the environment or in the market, or if things don't work out the way that you planned, that could dramatically change your overall calculation and your return on investment. So identifying those risks and those potential variables that could impact that equation is important from the front end so the organization or the business understands the full financial picture. In its most basic sense, the return on investment equals the break-even point. It's a simple math equation. You take your revenue, so what you earn, minus the expense, what you have to pay, and that equals your return on investment. Once your revenue overcomes the initial and operational expenses associated with that technology, you have reached a break-even point of that investment. In many organizations, a break-even point maybe isn't necessarily the ultimate goal of a technology. You have to remember that in any business or any organization, there are numerous competing priorities of various technologies and non-technology expenses and investments that are competing for the same funding. So breaking even may not even be the best criteria, and you may look at something like breaking even and then gaining 50% value on that investment, so 150% return on investment. So it is a gain over time. 
Many organizations will look at not only the return on investment, but also the term or the length of time it takes to reach that return on investment. It may be sufficient for that return on investment to happen over the course of five years. It may be three years. It may be one year. Depending on the business need and the justification, that criteria could change. Regardless of what that time length is, a further question to ask is what happens after the return on investment? Once you reach that break-even point, or even 150% return on investment, what happens then? It's important to consider whether those gains are sustainable in the long term. And again, outlining the assumptions and the risks associated with that technology are important. Because even if you break even or have a gain over a short period of time, in the long term, is that sustainable and does it make business sense? The financial analysis for investing or purchasing healthcare technology can be very complex. You have to understand the various scenarios associated with the revenue that would come in from that technology, as well as the expenses associated with purchasing and owning that technology over time. Organizations also have to carefully consider where the funding sources are for that technology, how much of that is upfront capital expenditure that is depreciated over time versus how much of that is operational expense that has to be planned for in the normal annual cash flow of that organization. And perhaps most importantly, identifying any assumptions or potential risks with that analysis are extremely important and should be completely transparent in the case where things don't necessarily turn out the way you planned. You need to be able to go back and validate your assessment, including the assumptions and the risks that you identified.